Are we going to play the music? Probably not. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Jake, if you hit the, the three. Shambolic start. Do you know where this road leads? Then hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both high and low, rich and poor together. Do you indeed speak righteousness? Do you judge uprightly, all ye sons and daughters of men? And do you judge as others judge? For as you judge, you shall be judged. And if you condemn, you are condemned. Pass on. But there is no return. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Profession Confession. I'm your host, Gabe Noah. With me, as always, the Carmelicious one, yes. the chocolate unicorn, I'm Tevin here. Pittman. Yep. Not in the back today. Yeah. We have a, yeah, yeah, you, uh, I should, yes, thank you. He's not in the back <laughs> because first of all, we're having a racial discussion. So yes. I need a black man mm-hmm. next to me to feel safe. Yep. Um, and also uh, it's because we have uh, a newish producer. I think he's done one or two before. Yeah. But he's back. We're happy to have him back. Jake is back there. I don't know if his mic's on. Nope. Nope. Heard him talking, <laughs> but no, no sound. But, but yes. He's new. Yep. New guy, let's cut him some slack. Um, but yeah, man, uh, great episode. Really excited for this one. Um, I want to say a couple things before we introduce our guest um, because we had some, uh, you know, we try to not have the show be a clearinghouse for um, political ideals right. or whatever. Like right. with the Shalvin episode, I don't know if I've told you, but I, I'm a little bit embarrassed how much I uh, banged the drum on what a lizard Derek Shalvin was, even though mm-hmm. I stand by it. Right. I meant what I said, but we try to have the show be like, let the guests right. speak wanna, their opinion more. Kind of like a both sides. Of yeah. The, yeah. Type of thing. And the, um, the passionate whites picked up on that and, uh, <laughs> you talked to German people. Yeah. The people started speaking German on my, uh, we, we had, uh, yeah, if you follow us on Facebook or whatever, I would, um, I shared some of the stuff, but I was having a blast actually, even though there were some threats and things like that. I'll say, did you like translate it so that we could? No, you know what? I never even fucking translated, uh, the German come to think of it. I just viewed it as they're probably saying some not nice. shit. We're having a racial discussion in English. Right. And people have joined the discussion and started, uh, saying slogans in German. So I put two and two together and said, I don't think this guy has my best interest in mind. (laughs) So, uh, but I had a blast. Uh, Thanks for listening. But it did make me think like um, we did a Chauvin episode last. Now we're doing a Rittenhouse thing, Mm -hmm. which we are stoked about our guests. We're really excited about it. But I also was like, I don't want people to think I'm a fucking – an arm of the left of Antifa, well, you know? It, well, it's like, I think with all of our guests that we have on it, like one leads to like another one in mm-hmm. that same vein. Like we'll have like stretch where we have 12 sex workers on one after the other. Cause it's like, yeah. It's who you yeah. run into. So, so I guess um, I wrote this on Facebook, but I just wanted to tell people before we get into this, like just to be clear, um, truly like this discussion, even though it is, it's impossible to not offend someone doing this. You're, you're gonna, I'm gonna say something that is gonna inflame someone. But mm-hmm. truly, our intention for this for this episode is to listen to our guest stories and his experience, and he can talk about his politics. I might even say something too as we're going. It's our fucking show. I get to do that, but but I'm not trying. Like truly, not trying to. Like I want people from both sides of this issue, um, from the most passionate white person to the. Uh, 
uh, I don't know what the far left is, Antifa. So my friends at Antifa. Um, <laughs> any of those people can listen to this, hopefully, and, uh, you know, fucking hear this shit and mm-hmm. reflect on it, learn. I've, I've had a crazy trip doing the research on this. I think that most people like to pat themselves on the back and give themselves credit for being mm-hmm. informed. And I was one of those people. And I, I really, I was reading shit. I was watching videos on YouTube. For this episode, I did more of a deep dive. And I was like, oh, shit, man. Like, like my, my opinion changed throughout it um, mm-hmm. a little bit. And I'll try to reserve that. But, but I was really surprised, sort of, I guess. So, so I'm very interested to, uh, to talk to our guest. And as always, people who are watching the live stream are invited to, um, mm-hmm. if you guys want to write your comments below on the Profession Confession page. So if you're seeing this on someone else's profile, go to the Profession Confession page. Comment below the video, and uh, it'll come up on screen, and we'll try to have our yeah. guest answer answer questions. Or if you just want to comment on on my body or anything like that, uh, I welcome you to it. <laughs> or Tevin, right? That's yeah, yeah. Um, I think we already have a comment too. There was yep. somebody, yeah. So we had people, yeah, all right. on it early. There well, we and, yeah, and and then I should say too, yes, Joe Bremer, thank you. He says this should be a great episode. Yeah, once I fucking start it, sorry, <laughs> but. Um, also, I should say our guest uh, wishes to remain anonymous, so he's not going to be on camera, but I assure you he is in the room. If you want me to judge his looks, I'd say he would he would do very well in pornography if you wanted to go there. Yeah, I, could, I would say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I um, know that because we've had porn stars on the show. Yeah, Perfect. absolutely. So, so yeah. Um, but yeah, welcome to the show, Mr. X. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me here. Man, no, thank you very much. Um, I should say for the audience, this is something that um, – he is not like the last guy, the Shalvin guy, happened to have a podcast. <laughs> not the greatest optics, but that's not his fucking fault. Right. He wasn't doing it in some whatever, like, wait, how do I profit from that? Like, he was very earnest, a great fucking guy, I thought. But if you haven't listened to that episode, strongly recommend it. But uh, no, this guy is not um, here to promote, and he has shit to promote because he is a um, – he is a – uh, photojournalist. There it is. Sorry. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. I was going to say social justice photographer and <laughs> blow all your shit out of the water right away. I mean, you're yeah. not totally wrong there, but either way. You've been doing a lot of that stuff, right? Yeah. 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 You, you've you been um, whatever. Like you've done all the ri- – you've done all the big riots. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. All right. Do you want to tell us a little bit – yeah, I guess I guess about your job, what you do, and how long you've been doing this, I guess. Yeah. So um, I kind of got my start mainly when George Floyd happened. You know, George Floyd was kind of a big, big thing in our neck of the woods in the world, actually. Yeah. Um, so I watched I watched the video of George Floyd. Yeah. Um, being murdered by Chauvin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I was just like, that is that is insane. Yeah, that is insane. How can this happen? So I felt compelled to just go out. So I had just bought a new camera. I was new to photography, mm-hmm. um, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the third precinct and I'm going to bring my camera and just kind of, kind of see where it takes me. See what happens. You know what I mean? Um, so that's kind of where I got my start. And, uh, it, it it was, it was, it was wild, man. Were you a, so, um, politically, I know because we talked a little bit before this, I try not to get too much info and in a very, uh, 
uh, typical Gabe profession confession way. I did all this fucking preparation yeah. and found out when I got here that he was a photojournalist. I thought you were just a passionate leftist who was at all these things. So I'm like, fuck, that blows all the questions I had <laughs> and all that shit. But but whatever the case. So so um, so yeah. But you were politically inclined in that dra- or are um, yes. yes sympathetic to that cause. I am. Are you are you involved in any groups and stuff like that? I guess. Uh, no, not really. Yeah. Um, Antifa. Antifa. No, no. Okay. The, the funny thing too is that you know all the all the right wingers they think just because you show up, you are Antifa. And that's, right. Sorry, that's not necessarily the case. I yeah. don't consider myself Antifa, even though you know I'm sympathetic to the Black Lives Matter cause. Sure. Um. So. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not really... Yeah, I just want to put that out there, ask for the cynical viewers out there where it's like, you know, have you been to a lot of demonstrations before this? Or you started taking before your camera George before Floyd. George Floyd? Yeah. Uh, no, not really. Okay. Um, George Floyd was kind of the stepping stone for me to get my foot in the door with photojournalism. Mm-hmm. And I went out there and I was like, wow, like, this is intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, in, a, in a sick way, it was kind of fun. Of course, yeah, it, that, of like, course. At first, it I is. went out there like I was out there like every day, and like yeah. I remember talking to one of my friends and being like, like obviously, like it's not you don't want to have to be out there, but it's right. like it's it's definitely like an adrenaline rush being out there, especially if you're out at night, right? Where if you're not like you're not whatever looting or anything or anything like that, just being a part of and seeing all of the chaos that was going on, it's yeah. definitely a rush. When you were at George Floyd uh, protests and that went off, were you there for the you know? For all of it, like for the riot aspect of it? Uh, you know, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I wasn't out there much for the rioting with George mm-hmm. Floyd. Um, I, I was still just kind of like unsure. Yeah. Um, Were you afraid? I, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that why you left? That's what I'm wondering. You know, and um, I, the third precinct burned down and then just all hell broke loose. And I was like, I, d- I don't really want to be oh, yeah. down there right now. You know, I don't have no protection. doubt. It seemed like a lawless, like oh, everything 100%. was lawless. It know, was right? lawless. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like but no doubt. The nice thing that I noticed is that, I mean, throughout the days, cause I, I had been there every day, mm-hmm. just kind of went home at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I had noticed that the protesters aren't really against each other. Right. Um, right. So, you know, I didn't really fear like somebody's going to come out and like jump me and take, right. take my shoes, you know, like, yeah, I yeah. wasn't worried about that. I think it, it goes into the Rittenhouse thing because as this went on, I thought with the George Floyd, I was like, cool, this is fucking kind of cool. This is kind of wild, right? And then it went off and our city burned down. And then it was like, it was awful, but you understood how it got there, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then for me... Um, and I'm working towards the Rittenhouse thing. There was the dude who shot himself in the head uh, oh, downtown, yeah, downtown, right? Yeah, yeah I remember that. And and then that caused a mini riot. We were at the studio at the time, and we like we had to rush home because it sounded like it was going to kick off. Yep. Yeah. Um, again, I'm looking into it and and um, and watching it. Um, and then the Minneapolis police released released the video to let everyone know this was not. We did mm. not kill him. Blah blah blah. And then I saw the Twitter feed just light up with, you fucking psychopaths. Is there no end to your bloodlust showing murder porn on this thing? And I'm like, what do you want them to do? And, 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 And it got us into this thing, you know, that had been happening a long time, but where I was extremely sympathetic towards all those things. I still am sympathetic towards it, but, but people's tolerance for rioting and for that, for that yeah. demonstration and shit was getting to be a powder well, keg. 
and I'm just bringing that up because it's just, it's, you, you know, how that built to, to get to where you were and, and, and how that shit happened. How, with, why people were there with guns, right? Right. Was the Rittenhouse one the next one? Cause that was five um, months later. Yeah. I think Rittenhouse was kind of the next big situation think, with or Jacob Blake, I should say. Yeah. Jacob. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that, that was kind of the next situation. And, you know, I saw that video. And yeah. I was like. They shot him in the back seven times. Yeah. Seven, mm-hmm. seven times mm-hmm. while he's trying to get in his I mean, that was ridiculous. So I yeah. was like, you know, Kenosha is a six hour ride. Yeah. Packed up our bags with my buddy and we were like, all right, well, we're just, uh, we're going to go out there. We're going to see what happens. We're, we're going to go out there and try and document this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we, we made the drive. Um, <laughs> and it's funny too, because I remember on the way up or over, Way east. Yeah. Either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I was I, – I didn't have any protection in terms of like bulletproof vests, mm-hmm. uh, helmets, um, anything like that. So we were – I was on my phone while my buddy's driving and I'm trying to find spots that I can stop and just get, you know, a, a bulletproof vest or a vest with some plates. Something to protect myself. I got to say the helmet would make you look like a major pussy. <laughs> Sure, sure. But I believe me. Come out with like a one hundred percent. A swing. I would go in like, a fucking like one of those sumo suits with a right, helmet, like, the like, like truly. Suits, yeah. And that that was going to be my question: is did you have any pause that hey, this last riot went really bad, went really poorly? You left for that one out of fear. Like, what was your feeling to go to this one? Like, was you know, was it kind of like fuck? I sh- you know, I should have been there. Or I should. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it, it, a lot of that was you know, yeah. like when I was missing like the major rioting mm-hmm. with George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind, that's kind of why I was like, you know what, I, I'm gonna go to Kenosha and see what happens, and if it pops off, I'm not just gonna I'm not just gonna go home this time. You know? I'm okay. I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna you know be here with yeah these people. Um, I want to note too, because I forgot to say this at the beginning, but I think, uh, I think it's, I know what you're going to say. No, 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 no. I, um, um, actually what I was going to say is that you're a new journalist and this stuff, like someone listening might think that, uh, you're, that you could be quite amateurish in this thing, sure. but yeah, you've been yeah. published in London times yep. in yeah. like start many, Trek. yeah, yeah. Um, many, many major outlets already. So, I mean, yep. and then also, are you with unicorn riot? Um, I love Nico. Nico, okay. Nico's a homie. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I don't, I don't yeah. work with him. Yeah. But you know, we'll see each other out there. All sure. The time. Right. Like, hey, what's up, Nico? There's How a big you? network of of photogs out there, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, in there general, uh, and especially too when photogs. when photogs, <laughs> photogs. You feel cool. Pap, uh, paparazzi. Right. Yeah. Uh, but especially <laughs> when when George Floyd George Floyd happened, um, everybody seemed to come out with a camera. Right. Oh, yeah. And, you know, everybody was a photographer at that point. Mm-hmm. You know? Unicorn Riot became CNN. Yeah. It, it was fucking amazing, yeah. actually. Like, I, I was watching that. I, I, like, I liked it. There was, was a, there was a Snapchat. There's a guy that, like, went out with his phone just on Snapchat and who's literally out there 24-7. But that's, like, where everybody got their news from. Yeah. yeah. He was just inside you, of burning buildings and stuff. by chance, talking about Andrew Mercado? Do you know? I don't know what... His actual name is, but yeah. his Snapchat was Nigga News. Oh, and yeah, so. definitely not. Oh, Andrew I'm Mercado. a big, I'm a subscriber. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'd like to shout him out right now. So. Hey, <laughs> right. So. what, what, um, so, okay, so you're going to Kenosha with a friend who's a more established, um, whatever, 
photojournalist. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Photog. struggling. Photog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. We're all with that. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? Um, so I'm sorry, we cut you off, but you're no, looking fine. for uh, a helmet, and and I couldn't find anything, you know. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know, I'm just gonna roll with my t-shirt. <laughs> um, do you identify yourself as press in those crowds? Like, is that dangerous? I do. Okay. Uh, but it, it is dangerous because mm-hmm. people will sometimes target you just right? because you have press on your chest. You know, people don't necessarily want to be in these photographs all the time. Right. People mm-hmm. don't necessarily want to be seen at this riot doing riotous things. Yeah. Or um, anything like that. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, if somebody comes up to me and is like, hey, man, I saw you take that picture. Can you please get rid of that? I, I'll absolutely honor that. You Did that happen I mean? often? A couple times. There was a couple times. Hey, you know when I threw that bottle full of concrete <laughs> at that top? Could you delete that? <laughs> uh, but, you know, there's other times where you can, I mean, you can blur people's faces out so sure. that you can mm-hmm. see them. And, you know. Was there ever anything you were asked to delete that you felt, um, I don't know, like, you know, because someone throwing a 20-ounce bottle filled with concrete, which did happen, right, um, at cops, you can say, you know. Or cans of soup. Or cans of soup, like all that shit. Like I saw the thing in Minneapolis, I think it was, where someone threw like a fucking hubcap or something like that. It was it was somewhat like it did have a comedic effect. Just it was so mm-hmm. ridiculous what the dude threw that right. it was like, uh, but the pain was it it was sickening like the second after you realized what happened. Cause right. it dropped the dude. And it's like, I don't give a fuck where you stand politically. Like right. if we're all standing there accepting that, like that is a f- awful commentary yeah. on our, you know. Oh, on who we are, yeah. right? And that's so. So I'm wondering if you saw those things, if you ever felt, you know, kind of like, like I don't want to protect you in a sense. Uh, you know, I, I know it's dangerous. I don't part of the mob. I don't, know, but, I don't know if I felt that. Okay. Um, personally, but I, you know, did you I'm, see things like that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I constantly saw people, you know, chucking rocks. Yeah. At, and I'm kind of okay with that. Like, I, I mean, in that, in that context, sure. I'm just saying when you see the shit that's maybe out of pocket, did you ever have any, you know, where it's like, you're not just trying to hit someone with a rock, which, which right. can hurt. Yeah. You, you could kill someone. Absolutely. Doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Would you have an issue with that? If you saw that in that, you know, at that time? Well, I mean, would I have an issue with it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You okay. Know, I, nobody wants to see people right. get hurt or maimed or a rock thrown in their face or I think some I mean, people do right now. That's, that's you know, that is true. I'm not, yeah. I should, I shouldn't say everybody, right? Some people, most, yeah. You know, there's crazy people out there that just yeah. thrive on shit like this. Yeah. Is there anything uh, that sticks out is like the craziest thing you got see, like saw somebody get like get thrown at like the police. Like when I, I remember being downtown and somebody threw a, gallon jug of 1% milk at the police and hit him square in the chest and like (laughs) (laughs) I was like like now that's my kind of fucking riot we were in this like we're in the crowd and all of a sudden you just see this jug of milk come flying from (laughs) the left and I remember it was like in slow motion and I see like the little yellow cap and I'm like there's no way there's no and just square in the chest the cop like stands there like everything like the whole crowd just freezes because they're like they're about to fuck us all yeah right right and so everybody like kind of takes a deep breath and like nothing happens. Who and then, threw that milk? And then, a, and like a lady's like, if you don't get the fuck out of here right now, you're gonna get us all shot. <laughs> like, but yeah, so anything? Uh, so uh, like one one thing knocked the cop down. Sorry, no, no he just yeah, he stood. That's there. impressive, actually. Yeah, that must be bulky guy. Either way, uh, so 
I think one thing that sticks out to me was actually in Kenosha. Um, there was a guy, well, actually there was, it was like three guys and they picked up an entire barricade and they ran it up like, you know, like a, like, like a construction yeah. barricade, mm-hmm. you know yep. what I mean? They, they ran it up to the cops and they were about to like all try and like throw it at this line of police officers. <laughs> mm-hmm. And all of a sudden the cops just unloaded with the pepper bullets, mm-hmm. um, you know, rubber bullets, tear gas, all that. So th- I didn't know oh, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're not fun. I'll bet. Uh, but, I mean, they, they weren't successful. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. Right. But I think that's one of the craziest things. I was like, damn, these three dudes, they don't have any protection on them. They're going to run up to this line of cops and throw an entire, like, huge barricade at them. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. It is insane. It, it It's, it, you know, I don't want to jump ahead, but but with all this stuff, it's something I've always struggled with. Actually, even though in my life I've been like – at different times I've been very anti-law enforcement. Now I find myself being very neutral. Like just good guys over there, good guys over here. Mm -hmm. The bad cops need to be fucking rooted out. You know, and that means the good guys got to step up and take some chances here. But but generally I believe everyone's just fucking people, right? And there's a a lot of that. And But I hate – and I mean I hate how people – will test cops, like, you know, where they're standing in the line and going, like, uh-huh. huh, fucking pig, fucking pig. <laughs> like that, like that right. shit. It's like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Right. And then you act amazed that they fucking lose their shit right. and go mm-hmm. like, come the fuck and on. And especially because I look at it from like, if I was the police officer, I'm like, the second I see you coming towards me with the barrier, like, I'm prepared to lose my job. Like, I'll fuck you up in the quickness. Like, I'm not oh, going to yeah. sit here and get fucking spit on right. and all this other shit. Like, I got no, a no. gun. <laughs> right. I, I can – all these dudes right. alive for me. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, – right. like, if you were if, – if, if I was a I was a furniture salesperson, if they gave all the furniture guys guns and then said, you have these guns, but you can only use them if someone – like, re- if you really need to use it, if someone's really – I would have popped like a one dude a week and then I'd say to my buddy because then I get investigated by other furniture guys. And then I go like, well, you know what it's like. That dude was like right. fucking whatever, lowballing me and shit. Yeah, and, yeah. you know. But yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's I'm so conflicted on all the shit, right? Because I, I get where I'm – I 100% agree with where they're coming from, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's like – and people will go riots like that. There's never an you know that there's never an excuse to do that. There's never, and I'm kind of like, I that's my instinct a hundred percent. But but I you know at the other time you go like, man, if they're fucking killing all my right. fucking people and all right. that, like listen, I, I I just it's fucked up. That's a fuck. You put hate in the world, you get it back. So I mean that's well, and the that's negative what it, what part. The negative part about that too is you know there's anarchists out there that literally just show up and they. That's all they want to do. Yeah. They want to cause chaos. I used to be one of those guys. There you go. Were you uh, – um, was there ever a sense of among the rioters to quell that? Like, you know, where you'd see people shout down people who are doing fuckboy shit and whatever. Many, many times. Many, many times? times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I honestly genuinely think that nobody wants to see their community burned down. Right. Nobody wants to see their stores looted. Nobody it's the height wants... of stupidity Correct. to burn your own fucking community down. So right. people do get – passionate about that you know they're Mm -hmm. out there they're like stop whatever what you're doing right now is not cool it's gonna affect our entire community and you are probably not even from here right Mm -hmm. so stop i Uh, saw um some people looting the auto parts store and there's these three like um 
overweight uh, girls pushing a fucking um, an engine block lift like across the road. Like, what the fuck are you guys going to do with that? What the I and and I was shouting that out. I go, you don't even know what that is. What is that? What is that? And they, I don't know, but it's worth money. <laughs> like, and they're Maybe. struggling to get over the curb. It was, it was like, actually you, hilarious. Do you want I to remember where that. you got yeah. this engine block lift? Yeah, from? it was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Actually, I was no. looking on marketplace to buy cameras though the whole next week, and I didn't see shit. No. Like, I think the coolest surprised. thing or the funniest thing I saw was there was like a guy that had um, tied like six or seven Target shopping carts together and was pulled like each one had a TV in it, and he's like pulling it down the street. I'm like, impressed. I was like, that's that's good. I'm like, and nobody's fucking with you either. Like, right. good for you, dude. Watching the people loot Target was tough. Like the third time, kind of because it's just such a display of fucking. It's just an ugly fucking thing. Like. We're in. We, we let's go get some shit. And I don't know. I don't yeah. know what it is. It's just like gross to me. But there's also. I mean, when I was in that Target, um, by the third precinct, there, you were in that one. I was. Yeah. When um, it went down, uh, it was the next day. Okay. Um, What'd you I, get? I, <laughs> not a looter here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Um, but I witnessed, you know, a woman, and it, you know, the water is ankle deep, if not higher, because all mm-hmm. the sprinklers are going off all night. Um, and there's a woman out there with, you know, her three kids, I mean, children, babies that, yeah. And she's just trying to get whatever she can to yeah, yeah. survive. And so I, you know, I feel for those type of people, but when it comes to like, you're walking into target and you're grabbing 70 inch televisions, right? Maybe, you know, I, I understand. I'm I'm with you. I'm sympathetic to it because I understand why it's happening, but yeah. I also think it's people just um, reveling in the correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just taking Which advantage I also of understand. the situation. Yeah. So, and I'm sure there was a lot of that. Oh, um, believe me, there was a lot of that in Kenosha I know how to as take well. Take advantage of a situation. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. So back to Kenosha. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. We're gonna stick to this now. Um, so you're there. Um, the press stuff. So I think you had nothing but. Your T-shirt, basically. Uh, yeah, I showed up yeah. in a T-shirt and a sweatshirt. With a press badge? Of jeans. I didn't – at that point, I'd had no press badge. How do you guys know where to go? Were you coordinating with any people, you know, to know where to go? Or are you just looking at news like people are so gathering kind here of and the, stuff? Kind of the news, yeah, because, okay. I mean, you would you would look and you'd see – Oh, You didn't ask Antifa? Did not ask Antifa. <laughs> they didn't send out the email. <laughs> there yeah, was no Antifa email, unfortunately. Hmm, no. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, so basically we'd just look at the news or, you know um, – in the age of live streamers now, mm-hmm. because that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you just pop on Facebook, you see who's right. live streaming, where they're at, what they're doing, what's going on. And then yeah. you can gauge like, Oh, okay. Well, uh, they're at the Kenosha County police department or mm-hmm. um, the courthouse or whatever. So that's kind of how we found our, our way found where everything was kind of happening. So, yeah. It's so kind of a random question. Did you stay in a hotel and was it hard to like book a hotel? Did they're like, well, why are you coming in from out of town? We did. We did. And it's funny too. Um, because my buddy has a bulletproof vest. Uh, so we, we did, we did stay in a hotel, right. Mm-hmm. And we're walking in and we've got all of our gear and he's got his bulletproof vest, but it doesn't have press on it. <laughs> um, so we're, he's got it. Like, you just look so like you're here for fucking walking for a war. This, this, this hotel room with our bulletproof vest and all of our gear and stuff like that. They probably thought we were there to, that does make it look like, like you are there to fuck shit up in a way. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, we have backpacks, we have right. duffel bags, we have, you know, all kinds right. of stuff. So, um, 
But yeah, anyways, to answer your question, yeah. stayed in a hotel. It wasn't that hard to book. Okay. I was kind of surprised about that. What, what, and then also, you've been to like two major riots. That's, you've seen thousands of people, right. right? Yeah, yeah. So I think what a lot of people would wonder is what's the biggest set of tits you ever seen there at a riot when you like got to hear? Did you hear? get a picture? I don't have I don't have a picture. I don't have a picture, guys. Okay. So I, I let you down. We have to ask that for our audience every time. So um, that's fair. That's uh, fair. <laughs> I, I, you know, that's I what the people I, want to I, know. I don't right? know how to answer that question. Just say big, big. Right. <laughs> yeah, they were really big. Wow, yeah. that's great. Um, that's terrific. So you you got to Kenosha. Um, what night? So was that the first night that that happened? So we decided. So. Uh, Jacob Plate got shot seven times by I can't remember the police officer's name. Yep. Um, and me and my buddy that day were like, okay, tomorrow morning we're gonna pack our bags, we're gonna go. Um, so we technically showed up on the second night. The first night, the uh, I think that that um, automobile zone um, went up in flames. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, so that's what they did in Minneapolis too. Yeah. Like they go after auto zones first. Well, I don't think it was an auto zone. It was, okay. it was a, a car. I hope they got one of their competitors. Car sales. Place, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Used cars. Yeah. Um, and they had lit all the cars on fire. Did you have, was the atmosphere comparable to George Floyd? Like, I mean, when you got there, did you feel like the stakes were higher right away or not? Uh, you know, I, I did. Um, yeah. mainly just because I was n- really there for the riots for George Floyd, um, aside from being there during the day. And, you know, yeah. we still got hit with rubber bullets and stuff during mm-hmm. the day too, but it wasn't like at night. Um, so was it, I mean, was it because you were hearing chatter? So, you know, obviously to me, what was interesting in, in, in reading about this stuff, like, you know, and I didn't even get to do enough research probably, but it's like, it was funny to me, the places that, the defenders or whatever, the patriots, the citizens would gather, you know, because they'd gather at gas stations and a used car lot and yeah, like, yeah. we're going to protect these places. And I'm like, why do you think people are after those places? But whatever the case, it, it was just, it was odd. So I'm wondering how conscious you guys were that that was going on, that the citizens were moving into position. Did you get word of that right away? Like, hey, there there are people coming in to, you know, to be anti-protesters. Uh Actually, yeah. Um, I think I got a text from one of my buddies um, who was also there. He's a live streamer. Uh, On the car ride down kind of thing? Like, I mean, uh, you know you were going into it? I think we had just gotten – we just pulled up into Kenosha. We were in our hotel room just kind of setting our – getting our bearings straight so we can go out, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And we got a text saying, you know, there's a big um, patriot presence that are planning to come – yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> gag me. Um, <clears throat> anyways, they're planning to come and, you know, hold down the space and, you know, just be prepared because they, they own that car lot. <laughs> they <laughs> the, the car lot and that one, um, whatever, marathon gas station do not go there. Yeah. Because that is controlled by the citizens. Apparently. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we did have a little bit of warning ahead of time that they were going to be there. But. I had spent most of the summer just going to regular protests and there's a group of, um, they're called the Minnesota freedom fighters. Yep. Um, yeah, they were oh, super yeah, they great, were super great guys. So they're friends of mine now. You know, I, I went and 
played paintball with them. And so, okay. So, but they, they go out there with, you know, big AR rifles. They go out there with, mm. you know, submachine guns and all, all, all stuff like that. Who are they? Um, like, they're, I mean, are they on the side of the, yeah, like a like BLM a kind of, of stuff? Yeah, like okay. They're BLM's answer yeah. to, yeah. to the citizens. So, so they're, to speak. they're there to try and, um, make yeah, sure protect the protesters the, yeah. are safe. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I had been hanging out with them for a couple months before this happened. Cause you know, even after George Floyd, it kind of calmed down, but there were still protests happening. And, and yeah. that resentment was building. Yeah. You know, as I said, when that riot, the second riot happened, I was like, I came home to my then wife and, <laughs> and said, and I was like, all right, I'm ready to move to the fucking suburbs. You win. We'll fucking go right. because fuck this place. Yeah. Like this is getting crazy. So yeah. But and that I, was happening everywhere. I, I was I was used to having big guns around me. You know, I, I wasn't – it didn't throw me off because I – I mean the first time I saw it, I was like, wow, what is this guy doing out here with this gigantic gun? gun? Why is this – why is this – you know, why is this necessary? Mm-hmm. Even the people in the Rittenhouse camp, right? Like I mean all the people he was communicating with and stuff, they were – you know, they were – um, conscious of the law or worried about it, right? Because one of the guys, I know there was some quote thing, and the guy said, I haven't, like, can I bring my AR-15? He's like, because I haven't carried that since I was in the military. And he's like, it feels really weird to be walking around outside with that. And it yeah. feels wrong, so I wanted to ask. So when you see that, you know, I've seen dudes with the conceal and carry shit or have that out, and it's like, you know, in a way, I fucking hate it, right? Just just to see any gun. I don't care what side you're on in general because a gun just raises the stakes. Right. And it's right. just, what the fuck, dude? Right? <laughs> right? Especially a gun of that count. Yeah, Jake? Right. Yeah, that's a... You guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a high-capacity 12-gauge. It looks like a kel It's probably got... It can hold probably 12 to 13 shotgun shots. Jesus. It's not it's not practical whatsoever. That's what we call an alley sweeper <laughs> where I live. Yeah. yeah that's, so, a, that's a personal defense weapon that is not practical whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's an enormous gun for anyone who just listens to the podcast. And and for those people, you can uh, look up this tape on Facebook or our, our YouTube page. So so this this guy actually, um, he was one of the guys that were one of the patriots that were kind of in the same. Um, he was he was not with Kyle Rittenhouse, but they were in that group. That's actually at that gas station um, down the street from where Rittenhouse right shot where, Rosenbaum. Yeah, where that um, happened. <clears throat> so that's. That's what the, that's. I mean, we we rolled up to this gas station. We were just like, "Whole, oh, you know, fuck." How many dudes were there? There was probably twenty five, thirty dudes with you know huge guns, and they were all mm-hmm. white, <laughs> all white people. Mm-hmm. Um, not a shocker there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, we rolled up and we were like, "Yeah, you know, yeah." This this is intimidating. Um, Where did the initial protesting happen? Like. Where did it form around there? It started at the Kenosha County Courthouse. Okay. Um, and the first night they didn't have barricades up around the courthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, the first night that we were there, I guess. So second second mm-hmm. night of, of riot, riots or protests or whatever you want to call. Um, so that's that's where kind of everything started. That was the, the center mm-hmm. where everybody decided to show up and kind of form a game plan. Yep. Um, during the day it was – Pretty, pretty, still pretty crazy because you have, you know, lots of dudes standing right in front of cops, you know, like egging them on and like saying really, 
yeah terrible things to them you know and like i feel bad for the black cops yeah well like they 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 get get it it so fucking right that's what i'm saying they get it worse right because what i saw you're supposed to be on our side yeah you know um and it it, (laughs) did the cops they they take it Mm -hmm. but you can also tell that it's like they're human beings not easy right of course right and 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 those are people like let's say who seek out that job because they are of a certain mindset. So it's like that, that's that's not what they signed up to be a cop for right. is to be tolerant, right? right? Did you find – I guess I'm wondering when you walked into that that first night, if it felt different, did it feel like – you know, if the protesters are egging the people on a lot, did you feel like, boy, this is a powdered keg that's going to fucking blow? At first, no. At okay. first, no. I thought it was just going to be another situation where, you know, we are going to see some – some shit goes Some off, shit. but Some, yeah, yeah but normal. It's, it's not going to be crazy. Yeah. You know? um, and then that night, I think what really sparked everything is that they went to like a parole center up for, for criminals or, mm-hmm. you know, like people yeah. that are on parole. And right. that was the first thing that burned down that night. Why the fuck? That's such an odd target to me. It's a government government center. I think that makes more sense than burning down targets and shit. For sure. It's just that they went to the, I guess it was a soft target, right? But yeah, yeah, whatever. Who's guarding? Yeah. Yeah. Were you there for that? Uh, I was. Um, Did you hear whispers that it was going to happen? I did not. Okay. I did not. You know, and of course I'm out there with my camera as a white, I mean. Right. Can't see me. Fucking undercover cop. Little white guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of keeping to myself, hanging with my friends, because I don't really, I don't think, I don't know how people are going to accept, accept me. Right. Yeah. And especially um, when you're there, more or less, because you're capturing history. Like, right. Like, you're not there necessarily to protest. And right. Were you just holding your camera up like crazy? Like, just to, like, Yeah, so I have I have a camera harness, so it, both my cameras, I have two cameras, they both mm-hmm. sit on, on my sides. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can't, you can't miss them. Right. You know what I'm yeah. there doing. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, you know, I'm not going to ask a bunch of questions, because nobody's going to really talk to me. I'm. Would you go talk to the police, you know, in this line? Like, I mean, did you make any effort to sort of, you know, to document them and what they're feeling or whatever or or, or ever have those moments? Let me make this clear right now. No. No? Okay. Uh, a cab for life for me. Okay. Personally, you know, I'm not not a fan of the police. Yeah. And, you know, I I learned a lot through the protests and stuff like that of why exactly – people feel the way that they feel about police. Yep. Um, no, I get it. And so it really, really opened my eyes. But I do disagree, I want to say. That's, that's but, totally but that's okay. Fine. Yeah, that's yeah. Totally I just want to be clear because I said I get it <laughs> or whatever. But I want to say – but I do understand where that comes. I've been beat up by cops before unjustly. Yeah. I've been – you know, I've had that shit happen uh, because I do have a lot of – I'm not black, but I have a lot of flavor and uh, just a lot of like general <laughs> elegance <laughs> and it makes police angry. So I didn't I, – I, yeah. really I really didn't okay. converse with – the police at all you know yeah, I, yeah. I do feel sympathy for them because anybody going through that situation is it's tough it wears mm-hmm. down on you yeah know? um you got people constantly yelling and throwing things at you yeah <clears throat> how do you say because you know so you don't believe there's any good people who are cops no good cop in a racist system no good cop in a racist system and the system is notoriously racist mm-hmm. i agree um and these good cops need to start speaking out. But the Agreed. problem but the problem with that though is that the cops that do speak out, they mm-hmm. get reprimanded. 
they get right. well they get in trouble and often they, worse exactly right. i mean it's a risk so, you, you can't yeah and and yeah okay there are good I, I mean there are good people yeah, out yeah. there that just want to see their community thrive and take care of people yeah i'm not saying that there's not there right yeah yeah and that's i guess my thing with this in researching all this and and go, going through it is is i just went through this shit where i'm just like you feel like you're watching fucking children interact with each other kind of right like 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 we're doing this thing where no one's listening to each other. Everyone's assume, like, hey, maybe it's not good for us mentally to be walking around assuming the worst out of everyone who's against you or just looking for shit to be offended or inflamed by and whatever. And it's like – and we're all doing that. It's like if you invited someone to dinner and someone goes, oh, hey, I invited this guy to dinner and just so you know, he fucking hates you. He's against everything you stand for. And then it would be hard to eat that meal if he said something. He'd be like, What? The fuck? I mean, that's what we're doing, right? And it's like, it's just not a way to be. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I listen to the Beatles a lot, you know, so I like a love is all you need. Like, I try to err on that side and try to give people, uh, I don't know. I was just watching this over and over and it's like, this is so fucking pointless and yeah. we're going towards such a bad spot. Yeah. I feel this pressure now to, to try to advocate for that, you know. Sure. Yeah. There's no answer if it doesn't bring everyone to the table, you know, yeah. and, and, and that extreme shit of saying ev- that that everyone's bad on any side to me is is so it it scares me because I feel like it's more of this shit yeah and I fucking hate this shit I have kids so I'm soft now well we're we're all just so yeah. divided in this mm-hmm. country mm-hmm. you know back to the fucking I'm story saying, we're here I'm for I'm, so I'm done we get, this we from get the so guy that said I'm not going to get political I'm done I know well hey lasted twenty minutes I think that is anti-political though right I'm saying that everyone <laughs> yeah. needs to be to it's a right, right, bullshit right. hippie thing that's all yeah it's not political I'm not saying either side's right or wrong I'm saying they're both they're both wrong yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's all but anyway so you're there the parole building gets burned down yeah, yeah. okay that's kind of what sparked everything off um after that, you know, people were lighting dumpsters on fire, porta potties, um, cars, um, more buildings, and that's that's when I really was like, okay, this is getting a little intense. Okay, mm-hmm. so the cops um, they started to move in on us because uh, we, you know, we were we were all burning things down. <laughs> right, right, not, not true. Not me anyway. Well, right. right. No, no, no. I get it. But the crowd is, is right? right. So they're right. like, we got to right. make a move. Got, we got to move in. Yeah, let, yeah, yeah, yeah. They let certain shit slide and they're like, okay, now this is getting a little out of hand. Because that's what happened from Minneapolis. That's right. our our impact on Kenosha, right? Yeah. Is that yeah. everyone had that trigger and, now. And, and I bet that if like George Floyd wasn't murdered and like nothing in Minneapolis happened, I don't think that Kenosha oh. would have escalated no this, doubt. No, it's definitely, like, definitely. We, nobody would know who Rittenhouse is because we, they we created. Have, we wouldn't have even uh, heard No of doubt. It. Right. It was truly people like going home. I'm from northern Minnesota. You get a lot of more conservative uh, values up there, right? So you get a lot of that. That fucking governor's got to call in the National Guard and quell that shit. I'm, you know, it was a difficult to, like conversation, but it was very clear to me that that sentiment was around right so mm-hmm. people in Rittenhouse's town 20 miles over the border you know i'm sure that's all the fuck they were talking about right right well and i think i could be wrong here mm-hmm. i think rittenhouse's dad lived in kenosha i didn't know that um, really and i th- and i think one of the one of the big things in the trial was the fact that um Kyle didn't bring his gun over state lines his gun was at his dad's house in kenosha wisconsin yeah 
I, I mean, it was it was definitely that's been one of the most annoying things is people constantly going, transferring a gun over state laws, like as if that's the part that's right. fucking bad, right? Like, anyway. And actually, you know, if if I can back up just a little bit, yeah. Yep. So the first the first day, um, we got out there around noon ish. And we're just walking around the Kenosha County area. There's graffiti everywhere. There's, you know, um, things had burned down already from the night prior because we were there the second night, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So we're just walking around and I'm just, you know, snapping pictures. And, uh, you know, I go home after after all of this had transpired and I had pictures of Kyle Rittenhouse cleaning graffiti. Yes. Cleaning graffiti off of buildings. Can we pull up that photo, Jake? So, yeah. So you sent this right before yep. the show. So we yep. saw this and I actually, to me, this is somewhat profound, right? Because yep. you see the dude and I don't know how you felt about, you know, one of the things that happened right away, uh, even Joe Biden, whatever, like shortly after the shooting, he called him a white supremacist. Right. And, and I don't think that that's been proven. I'm right. sure he, he no, there could be prejudice right. or whatever. It's also just everybody's go-to. To if you're, in, if you're inflated. Man, right. You know, he's like immediately. Like it's he's like, got a fucking hood in his car. He didn't just go there with a gun. Right. He was there actually trying to do some good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and my take on him the whole time through the trial, through everything, is like people making like this fucking insidious villain out of him and it's like i don't know it just looks like a chubby boy to me who you know who clearly made an awful decision got in way over his head i mean just to watch him in the videos that we had set like the way he's running exhausted the guy's shit in his fucking pants well what these photos proved to me is that he didn't go there with just to just just to to kill someone just to kill people right he showed up to actually which is important do things, right. you know, like help his help the community that his, his dad's from. Yep. And, you know, um, so, you know, that's I think that's huge. That shows that he definitely wasn't there just to cause trouble. Was that a hard um, realization for you to make? Because you're coming at this from, you know, from a fairly extreme uh, ACAB kind of thing. Yeah. To, and there's the guy who it's very easy to you. You've watched him do awful shit that we'll get to shortly here. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. Was that sort of profound for you or difficult to accept? No, not really. You know, because okay. I, I didn't a riddle. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't really. I never thought that he went there to cause problems. Mm. I really didn't. I really didn't. I thought he might have I, because I just was totally unaware. Of I, stuff. I, yeah, I would say like I think that he, I always felt like he went there. Not necessarily to go murder somebody or to come right. from, but being like, this is just an opportunity where if I happen to have to get to shoot somebody type of thing. Like if where it's if like, I was 17 right. in this right circumstances, right, it'd be like, well, I'm going to go be a fucking hero. Right. Like, I'm tough. And it's, yeah. Well, yeah, well, you know, to kind of go off of that a little bit, there was a video or some sort of situation that happened with Kyle Rittenhouse two weeks prior to Kenosha. Um, yeah, I saw that video. He said, I wish I had my AR right now so I could shoot some people. Right. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, right. So, right. That's also anyone who brings a gun to like you brought a gun to a riot and then you're shocked a gunfight broke out. It's just extremely difficult to be sympathetic, right. you know, to that person. So even though I am because I fucked up when I was young, I did dumb shit. Not like that. Yeah. <laughs> not even close to fucking I that. Hope not. But right. Right. But. 
I, I mean, I'm always amazed that people are Republicans when they're young. That shit blows me away. I was. Really? I grew I grew up in a very conservative family. I know. did too. There's, Don't there's you rebel against that shit? I, I did. No, you did. George Floyd happened. <laughs> right. That was like the trigger ah. moment for me where I was like, I don't necessarily agree with my family on these things. Wow. You went in deep yeah, immediately. It, it, you know, it was – and we fought about it. I've oh, left, yeah. I've left there because I was living with them for a while and I literally would sleep in my car sometimes because I – Right. I can't I you know we're fighting because these things are happening and I have my point of view, you have your point of view and there's no middle ground here. There's very few people who didn't fight with their family over these True. things, right? Like True. so I mean, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that that so, was yeah. that George Floyd was the moment where I was like, okay. Yeah. I think I lean a little bit more left here. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I I absolutely felt that way too. I I mean, profoundly. You know, I was yeah. And you know, even my dad now, he still posts even though he knows I was there, mm-hmm. uh, he posts, you know, pro Rittenhouse things on Facebook. Yeah. Like, that hurts, Dad. Yeah, like, man. That hurts, man. Like, I, your son I, witnessed that. I watched this. I told you I gave I gave you my account of what happened. Probably tearfully. Very. Right. And, it, you know, it was. Oh, man, I'm sorry. That's that's really hard. And yeah. I can understand that. I, I You know, I still love him. Yeah, my family. Of course. Don't right. don't ever get that twisted. You know, I, of course, I'm always going to care about him. But yeah. Just like. Really, Dad? <laughs> oh, and my sister, my my mom. There, my mom's a little, a little more accepting, but yeah, um, you're in a safe place with that sentiment. <laughs> that is, I, I've I, been kicked that, out that's... of family Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Tevin's black Amish for Christ's sake. Black Amish. <laughs> no, it's my favorite thing to say. But yeah, no, but very, very, yeah, conservative background too. Both of us have that kind of in yeah. So, so anyway, so um, we're at the burning. So. How'd you roll up on the white boys with the guns? Did you hear they're there and you went there to go see them this to get is, photos of it? This is where it gets kind of interesting. Okay. This is the point right here where I was like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. So things are burning around us. Um, cops are pushing us down the street um, slowly, you know, a few blocks mm-hmm. here, a few blocks there. They push us all the way down to where that gas station is mm-hmm. um, with all, you know, the Patriots or whatever you want to call them, all the guys with guns. Mm -hmm. They pushed every, I mean, there was probably 300 people or so in our group. Mm -hmm. Um, And they pushed, yeah, they pushed us all down. They were, you know, shooting tear gas, trying to get us to back up. Mm -hmm. Um, So we eventually just got stuck at that gas station. That's where they brought us to. Mm -hmm. And then they retreated. And left you, they, the citizens. they went back a good three or four blocks, mm-hmm. the cops did, and just left us with I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna keep referring to them as patriots, okay? Okay. I, I don't know I don't know how you wanna take it, but right. if I say patriots, that's yeah, that's what I mean. Not I was a patriot. And so on this map here, so whereabout are you? You're on the so, suspect fleeting towards like 9th Street or you're by more closer to the gas, gas station's station? position with the, the militia. militia. Okay, perfect. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So okay. So you guys were pushed up there. Now, so there are two gas stations on corners. So did they push you – were you between them and surrounded by dudes with guns? Is that how it works? Not really. Okay. Excuse me. Um, They were mostly on – at one gas station. I can't remember which one it is when looking at this map. But they were – they were both – they were mainly in one group Mm -hmm. um, at one gas station. 
and they the cops had pushed us down there and then retreated three or four blocks. And I was like, well, that's weird. They pushed us. They pushed all these Antifa mm-hmm. or um, Black Lives Matter protesters yeah. down to where all these Antifa's white guys, yeah. white guys with guns are. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? I felt like they had kind of set us, right, like we set, us set up for something. Yeah. Did fear come through through your group at that point? Kind I, of like, did, I mean, did, did it? It did at that point because at that point there was altercations everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, people are. I was going to ask where the worthy patriots saying things or goading you guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, both sides. Both sides. Both of course. Sides, of know? course. Um, and I think that's actually where Rosenbaum first comes in contact with Kyle. I was going to say. So I watched that video of that, and, and it's very difficult to watch because. The guy lost his life and it's no one deserves that. And that was fucking awful, obviously. Right. Right. But he's going up to a guy with a gun and in the most intense, I'm going to fight you way saying fucking shoot me. Right. Fucking shoot me. I mean, right. As extreme, like, you know, and as a 17 year old kid, you've got this big guy coming at you, yelling at you, saying, I'm, you know, kill me or I'm going to kill you. That's got to be. He looks like a dude. Right. Like, I mean, I watch it immediately. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. that dude would make me fucking, you know, get back on my haunches for sure. Right. You know, so, I mean, I get that. And, and Kyle, soft face. We've seen little baby. Yeah. 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 I mean, fake crying to me, the most telling, see, I don't even believe that it's totally fake. We disagree on that, but you don't think it was fake. I think that, listen, I think it was a real, oh, he's trying for any, I have children, anything to come out. I have children, right? This is what they do. They're in trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. That's how he cries. Listen, that's my son. Where's the? That's my five year old boy. Your son's five. I know. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying I know what that is. He's he's doing this thing where they go, I'm sad. I'm in trouble. And and then and you just let it it go. So it's like genuine fear and whatever. And yes, you're absolutely playing it up and let it keep going. But he is truly there's shit in his pants. (laughs) You know, like for sure. Right. And he's and what I'm saying is. the reason that I have some sympathy for him in a sense is like this is how much of a of a like a soft boy he looks like that he had a gun and he shot at people and like people like you chased him. Yeah. <laughs> like it's right. anyone else. You, you just right. go like, oh, I'm not going to fucking chase someone with a right. gun. Right. He actually looks easy to overtake. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that's, I think that's, what, that's why it happened probably to him. what Rosenbaum thought when he right. was kind of picking on Kyle. Right. You looked into his eyes and, and he could see. You know, yes, for sure. So, so we're at the gas station. You guys are feeling trapped. That's the last thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, and there's, there's people yelling at each other left and right. And you know, there was no like physical right fist fights or anything like that, but, it, but you feel at that. any moment yeah. this could happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that's kind of where I started to get a little like, okay. Right. You could feel the energy kind of shift. We're in this situation. And I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Very, very tense. You had a fear response, would you say? Or would, just, just I think alertness? A, I think adrenaline. Yeah. I think a, adrenaline was going through me just because, you know, it's a lot going on mm-hmm. all at one time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we didn't, we're not even talking about all the rubber bullets that went past my head or yeah. stuff like that. But just being in that specific situation – yeah. It was scary. If the cops pulled back three blocks, why did you guys not kind of go back with them? 
or or move and go down another side street? Would you say like what's your feeling think, of why I that happened? I think some people kept moving, mm-hmm. um, but I'd say the bulk of the group was still just hanging out at that gas station, just kind of also to be support for the people who are in these arguments right. in some degree, right? right. Yeah. So the, they're. Yeah, you don't want to be the pussy to move on, <laughs> right? To right. sort of like leave everyone in the lurch, right? Um, so, yeah, I, I guess I don't know where I'm going to go with this. But. Okay, but so yeah, so so you see this stuff starting to go up. It's getting getting intense. Is it encircling you? Are you standing kind of outside it, and it's all in front of you? Or We're what's... all in that intersection, okay? Kind of where that gas station is, and it's like bleeding into the gas station. Um, so you know, there's. And is it the gas station or the used car lot where Kyle, it uh, was, you know, where where it started? The gas station is where Rosenbaum got went went to Kyle. Okay, I didn't see it personally. Okay, um, I was I was in the group. I didn't see it. Um, How far away were you when that happened? So so I I guess I was are we at there the in the story station. right now. Okay. I was at the gas station. I just wasn't you know face to face with those mm-hmm. two. So I okay. I, I didn't see it because there's so much shit know. going on. Right, you're kind of just. Whatever. And the whole time I'm trying to take pictures. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm trying to, to, to just do and, what I'm there to do. Right. It's, and then and then you hear you hear the first shot, I assume. Okay. Is that, so like, is that what alerted you to it? I was feeling the intensity. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to pull out for a little bit. I'm just going to go catch my breath. Um, so I walked down the street towards the car spot where Rosenbaum first gets hit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in me. I'm, I'm like, so there's the, to the car spot. I'm sorry. What, uh, like yeah. The auto building, the auto building That's where the street. Rosenbaum. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the street right in front of that, uh, car, car spot. Okay. Yep. The circle on the left. And I'm just kind of catching my breath, you know, smoking, just, yeah. just breathing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all of a sudden I see, Rosenbaum and Kyle kind of going up the street together and Rosenbaum is following Kyle. So Kyle's got his gun probably in his hands, like obviously, it, right? It was around his neck. Okay, around I don't, his neck. I don't think he had are his they, hands on the gun at that point. Are they point. walking? Is it like he's chasing him? It was like a fast walk. Okay. Um, but Kyle was going away probably because, like out of fear in a sense, would you say? Yeah, or trying to I, find know, his base? I can't tell you what was going through his mind mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. i think he claimed that he was going to that auto place to make sure it was safe <laughs> okay that's what he, that's what right. he, that's yeah, what he yeah. claimed right, in the right. trial right he apparently the owner of the auto place enlisted a 17 year old kid to take care of naturally his. right naturally so i think he was just going there to and again i don't know i get this is all yeah me just guessing right i think he was going there just to make sure everything's safe and then he Rosenbaum's on his tail and he's mm-hmm. yelling at him, um, you know, saying the shoot me, shoot like right, that right. kind of stuff, you know? And I think, I think he did say like, you know, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see them walking fast up this car lot and all of a sudden you just hear a shot go off. Um, and I, which is not, it sounds like a rubber bullet. It sounds like tear gas. You don't really know 100%. Okay. It, you don't yeah. really know It wasn't 100%. profoundly different it that was, got everyone's attention. One shot. Okay. Okay. Don't know where it came from. Heard it. But mm-hmm. I just don't know where. And then I look over to where 
the shot, where I hear the shot. And Rosenbaum, I see the, the a paper bag or a plastic bag get thrown in the air. I think he threw it at Rittenhouse in like a chain, like a like a metal metal chain. Mm-hmm. Okay, the plastic. So it was a chain in the bag, or you're I, saying I he think, threw I a bag like a couple right. things. I think they were right. both in his hand at the same time, and yeah. he just, he just right. chucked it at Rittenhouse. Okay, and then Rosenbaum kind of bum rushes Rittenhouse a little bit. He runs up on him, kind of behind a car. And I see Rosenbaum reach for the muzzle of Kyle Rittenhouse's gun. Yeah. And that's when Kyle Rittenhouse shot him, I think, four times. Wow. Just right right, right in the head, right there. Jesus. I mean, I You was, were looking at that? I, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. How far away? I was in this on the sidewalk um, outside the car store. So I would say no more than 35, 40 feet. Wow. Holy shit. Uh, well, maybe, maybe more. I'm bad at judging stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm on the sidewalk but, but and they're in what, front yeah, of the yeah, car. Yeah, whatever the case. Yeah. You're very still close. in full, still in full view. Okay. Were you, uh, so yeah. So what's your first reaction? Just utter. Sh- My first reaction shock? was holy shit. Right. Right. And because and, at that point you don't know, like, is he going to continue shooting everybody I, that's in this intersection? I didn't know if we're an, act, an active shooter right. or this was a, you know, one-off thing. Was Rosenbaum just – was he immediately and like clearly dead or or was there – was he calling out or anything like that? Uh, the, he didn't say anything um, okay. that I know of. Um, I think he got hit in the head and yeah. just down. Just Did down. you hear like what was Kyle's demeanor? Um, immediately after that happened, as far as you could tell. Scared. Yeah. I think he was scared. Um, he ended up, you know, running, running down the street and that's kind of where I chase after him. That's because here's the thing. You're in this situation. You're not really attuned to what's going on around you. Um, you just saw somebody get shot in the head Mm -hmm. and I'd never seen anybody get killed before in front of my God. Right. It's first time, and you know, I I'm I'm not trying to be a hero or anything, but at the same time, I'm like, there's nobody. I don't I don't know if there's anybody else around me with a camera. I don't mm-hmm. know if there's anybody else that got this, saw this. So I have to do my part to take pictures of this guy because he just shot somebody. Mm-hmm. I just watched it. So he's running down the street, and everybody around him is yelling, you know. That guy Starting just killed somebody. Go get this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's chaos. Oh Everybody's God. yelling. Everybody's yelling. That guy just killed somebody. Go get his ass. So there's a big group of people running behind him. I I guess I wouldn't say big, but thirty people. That's, that's big. big. That's, that's big fucking. Enough. That's a oh lot my of god. But dude. but but they're not necessarily like running after him to like right. But well, him, he, he still goes. has a gun, right? So yeah, right. I mean, they're all kind of keeping a whatever. Right. And I'm keeping a distance. I'm on his tails, man. Like really, it gives, it sends shivers down my set by my spine sometimes, because when you look at those pictures and I don't know if Jake can pull these up right now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do um, that. That that one specifically, you see him, he's looking Look right back at me. Right. It, he's looking right. He's at holding me. his gut. So his gun would be kind of in front of, him. and this is right after he had just shot Rosenbaum. And so Jake, do you have the other one where he's like holding the gun, kind of like where he's on the sidewalk more? Is that immediately after? The, uh, you sent me one where he was like on the like side. Yeah, that th- one. This was literally he's leaving the car car shop parking lot right there. 
and he's he's that, is that the are, first in the series these, these after are like he, the first two that, images yeah. that i had taken that dude who's standing there with the cell phone is too casual <laughs> if he just saw a murder <laughs> maybe, so I mean, maybe, he, maybe he didn't see it right i don't know um and those people down there because so okay so that's where the police perimeter was down there yeah, you can kind of, yes. you can kind of see the police lights yeah. down there. So he's running back towards yep. the police. And oh, okay, so he's running and, home. Right. And, yeah, yeah. In a sense, right? So as you felt that go on and you feel that I mean, it's so weird because of course I've never been in a situation like that, but I feel like I understand the energy of people going that dude did something yeah. like feeling that it's a coalition mob, mob, form. mob rush yeah. to try and go get this guy. That's, that's terrifying. It was. It was. Especially for you like as you're chasing him and he turns and sees you taking Pictures, right? It's like, if he is really like, it's very easy for him. To if it's say, an active I gotta, shooter, I have to shoot him now because he sees my face. It's almost like, in his best interest to turn right. and cap your ass, right? 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 And um, and were you aware of that as it was going on, or were you just uh, like I, adrenaline? I wasn't. I, wasn't at the, I think it was adrenaline. Yeah. I wasn't at the time. I was thinking like, I just, I just have to get picture of this guy. Yeah. I just, I don't yeah. care. I would just watch picture, a murder. Bad picture. I have, I have to because I don't know if anybody else saw this. Right. And you didn't feel like. I got to go to Rosenbaum and give aid or be there. Like he was so clear I that did end up going back to Rosenbaum mm -hmm. after the other two got shot. Mm -hmm. um, Anthony Huber and, and Gage. Mm -hmm. um, I did go back to that scene and he was still on the ground. You know, his, his head was bleeding. Um, oh my God. And somebody was there trying to render aid. Right. Somebody, mm -hmm. you know, somebody took their shirt off their back and wrapped it around his head. Mm -hmm. um, <sighs> sorry. No, <laughs> man. No, of course. Of course. I mean, it's that's incredibly intense. Yeah. Uh, anyways, to back yeah. backtrack oh. to our, our story here. Yeah. So I'm running down the street after him and something in me was like, like Tevin, you said, you know, like, are you I actually don't remember what you said? I take, yeah, I take, yeah, no, I take, recant that. Yeah. yeah. Where he's like looking at you taking pictures of him type of, is what right. Yeah. So, so something in me was like, like okay, I, I have to back up. You have to document this. Okay. Okay. I, and then I, I have to back point, up. This is like, dangerous. I, I have to, yeah, I still continued after him a little bit, but yeah. I pulled back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's when, um, I don't, I, who was I, the dude who ran up and kind of hit him in the back of the head, right? Like, like is that the next person to get that was, engaged? Yes, that was, that was Anthony Huber. Okay. Um, I think he hit him with a skateboard. Yes. Um, Which is, it's in a way that's, you know, heroic, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's cr and crazy. Yeah. And it, because like he was, he's carrying a fucking AR-15, man. Like it's. It, it does. It amazes me. Guy, right. You know, right. it amazes me, you know, in a sense like that he wanted to do that gamble. I mean, it is to me, it is like admirable because he doesn't know the context of what happened. Right. He just knows that a fellow protester was shot and he yep. ran up there to do it. So he didn't know that that dude was kind of egging him on and probably, right. you know. Right. So. So whatever the case, that, that's very sad, you know. Yeah. Yeah. For that. Guy. Um, so. So, I, so, yeah. How did that happen? I guess. So he hit him with the skateboard. I, I, I don't know if Kyle Rittenhouse tripped, fell, um, was pushed. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I thought it was all, from the hit. All, was it not from the hit? No, because Kyle Ritten was, Kyle Rittenhouse was on the ground when he was hit with the skateboard. Okay. I thought I saw a video of someone run up behind him when he was running and like hit him in the back of that, but yeah, I didn't know what this, it was with. That was that like tiny little black girl. She yeah. Was, she was fierce, man. Oh, like, yeah. It was like right after 
he had just shot Rosenbaum and she's running after him full gung ho and he just slaps him on the back of the fucking head as hard as she could, you know? Mm. Um, but so the next thing that I realize is, and I'm probably a half a block away from Kyle Rittenhouse at this point. I just look over and he's on, he's on the ground. Mm-hmm. Don't know how it happened, but you know, he's on the ground and all of a sudden I see, I, uh, I think they call him jump kick man. Okay. You guys, are you yes. Guys yeah. Yeah. Him? Yeah. So that, yeah, that's Anthony Huber hitting him with the skateboard. Oh my God. Um, I actually haven't seen that photo before and I'm sure it's everywhere. I just haven't seen, no, that's yours. That's yours. That, that is not my, that's not that yours. Not okay. Mine. Okay. At this, at this point, I'm not really taking pictures. Right. Okay. At this point, I'm. I do feel some instinct to warn people, like to go like, don't, you know, like, I don't know. I'm sure you're just locked up in a sense, right? You're not going to all of a sudden just break through to people like with a conversation. No, of course. But yeah. uh, So it's like. It's it's. I don't want to talk like to anybody around me because I had just. I was trying to. You're in shock. Right. I was trying to comprehend things. Yeah. I was like, what, what just happened? I'll bet. Yeah. Um, so I'm not really talking to anybody. I'm kind of in my own little world, and so. Kyle's on the ground, and I think I think it was Jump Kick Man that kind of came in and kicked him, like on his arm or on his, mm-hmm. something, something like that, and then Anthony Huber had come in, and hit him with the skateboard. Um. And that's when Kyle Rittenhouse unleashed, like, I think two shots on him. Um, okay. And I, you know, I watched that happen. He just rolled over. So he got hit pretty squarely with that. Like, yeah. I, I mean, did it look like it'd be a knockout blow in a sense? No. no. Okay. It didn't. It looked that like hard. it hit him kind of on the back of the head. Like okay. Towards, towards like the hairline. Right. You know? Um, yeah. Kind of didn't square. So like, if you make that good. hit, you got to. Right. right. But if you make that swing to a guy with a gun. Yeah. You got it. Right. Yeah. You got to connect. Perfectly. Right. Um, which it's insane to me. It's in, there's it's, jump kick man. You know what? I think jump kick man was the first one that came in. Okay. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, no, oh, no, no. I think that's what you said. But anyway. And, and here's the thing. I'm telling things from my account of what happened and it's not necessarily. Of course. Fact, factual. Right. Because everything is happening so fast. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is how I remembered it. Of course. Yep. So if I get something wrong from the trial, you know, forgive me. Yeah. Um, but th- th- this well, is the just... trial is not 100% right either. It's, it's right. other people's right. perspectives too. So, I mean, right. it's really interesting from that picture how there's a couple people are like who look like they're just walking the other way, not not interacting with what's going on. Yeah. And that sort of speaks to the general chaos that there must have been that, mm-hmm. that there are people who could – who you know, like the the blonde dude there, looks like like in the fucking jorts yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, whatever. That totally be, oblivious. It's yeah, that crazy that you cannot be aware of this shit going on. He's still not aware, and now a second dude hit him in the head. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to talk to that dude and go, "What the fuck were you thinking?" <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so 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 this guy gets hit. So then, does he back away? Like, how did that? Happen? How did uh, Rittenhouse turn it? Or, no, uh, this guy. Oh, Anthony Huber. Huber. Anthony Huber. Yeah, yeah. Did R- I assume he so rolled over with his see, gun? Yep. You see Rittenhouse on the ground there. His mm-hmm. gun is his gun is on the ground. He kind of just rolled over, raised it up, and popped him twice. Was Huber backing up after that hit? Then, like, I mean, did I think he it was too late? I think Rittenhouse had pulled the trigger. He didn't have time to back up. Oh, okay. 
um, it point all, blank it and all just happens right. so mm-hmm. quick. You know what I mean? Uh, and I think he, I think Anthony Huber got shot. Uh, I think it was in his stomach. I want to say, or his chest. Mm-hmm. Shot in his chest twice, I believe. Yeah, chest. That's the, what I from okay. what I remember. Um, and, and and so was he dead immediately as well, I, or is that? To be honest, I don't don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I know. So it's funny too, because, well, not funny. The hospital is literally, literally right across the street. That is a fucking hell of a picture. So that guy just got shot. Yeah. Oh my God. So that's Anthony Huber. He got shot. He's clutching his chest. Oh my God. So he's. And that dude. (laughs) Sorry. Oh my God. Yeah. That's fucking insane. I think. I think that guy is, that is the third guy. I think that guy is Gage. That's the guy that got shot in the arm. That, is, survived, that right? is the guy. That is the guy that got shot in the arm. Um, wow. But what's interesting about that, and especially when it comes to this trial, is Gage had actually pulled out a, his own pistol. Right. Um, I don't think you see it in this picture. And that's what was said at the trial. What sort of blew up the blew up the uh, prosecution. Was that he was a prosecution's witness, right? Uh huh. And the prosecution, like everyone's expectation, is that he would go up and say Rittenhouse drew on him first, and he he admitted, like whether he told the truth or he screwed up. I don't know if that's come out yet. Yeah. Um. But whatever the case, he was on the stand and he said the whatever and defense that's the guy lawyer in the hat that yeah right. The but defense at this point, lawyer like, said, does that even matter if he? Pulled his gun out because he already has shot two people. It like, did in the trial very much. Like, I mean, the defense lawyers put their heads in their hands. Like it was like yeah. you folded us because it sort of just made him look like he's just willy nilly shooting people. Right. Whereas he admits I had a gun on him. Yeah. Too. You know, yeah. so of course he shot me. Right. Sort of thing. So like that was almost grounds for dismissal. Oh, okay. it, it was like that, that bad. Yeah. Yeah. That is fucking crazy. That picture that, is crazy, man. Yeah, That is a. There's so I, much going. Like the skateboard hasn't even hit the ground yet, and they like he gets this picture. Yeah, who, yeah. Do you know who took this picture? I I, I don't know who it was. Um, but it it's insane to me. You know, like mm-hmm. th- this this is the craziest yeah, situation wow. that I've ever been through. Great it's, pictures, uh, I, Jake. Good production. Way to go, Jake. Jake on the ball. Wow. Turn up your fucking mic though. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) But I think, I think Rittenhouse is one shot in his arm um, to, to gauge there. Blew off like, like 60% of his arm or something like his arm was, his arm was, his arm was hanging on by a thread. Yeah, I don't don't really buy a thread. YouTuber Facebook's uh, sensors are. So I didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. The gore. No, that's all right. Yeah. Um, But I want to see it after the show because I'm, whatever girls like that he has air freshener on him and i think gage is wearing a medic hat too i think gage yeah yeah he had a paramedic hat on yeah wow wow and he was running up to a guy oh man that's crazy i wonder and i'm sure he was going to put him down right because he saw him shooting i mean but he would have been in his said that he you know that's not the type of guy he was he wasn't planning on shooting rittenhouse but also you pull your weapon out. What are right. you, plan- what are you right. planning yeah. to do here? Oh, That's yeah. all this, all this shit, man. You just go, whatever. Whatever. I mean, it's just, it's, it's an awful fucking thing. He's, uh, he's got his hands up in this, in this photo. Right. That's yeah. why it's, it's really surprising because he had to turn yeah. and wheel from there and shoot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and who knows where if he had his pistol in his 
uh, pocket or or what? Yeah, because yeah. I can't tell if, if it's in his hand there. No, it doesn't, it doesn't look, look like, like it. No, it doesn't look like it's in his hand in that. But he said he drew his gun out before Rittenhouse shot. Right. So that makes me – who knows? In the next two seconds, a lot right. could have happened. Yeah, take yeah. it out. So – but yeah, that is that is crazy. So at this point, when this – when we're at this point, when you see uh, Huber get shot and whatever, like are you still watching or did you turn to get shelter at that point? Uh, or? I, I laid on the ground mm-hmm. uh, behind a car. Okay. Um, because uh, I didn't know if out of eyesight. Gonna... Like I mean, yeah. at like at that point, it's I don't want to die. Right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course. Know, I'm, I'm worried about my livelihood at that time because yeah. it's like, of course, I just saw and, three people get shot. And so. in this picture, like, do you know like kind of whereabout you would be like in relation to this? Where this was? Yeah. Taken? So you see Gage there, um, guy behind holding him. His, yeah, I was behind him, maybe. Fifty feet. Okay, so and so essentially, Rittenhouse's would be facing you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So then, yeah. Then there's also oh that added element of where if he misses, if he misses, straight, you bullet got straight bullets you. going. Did you see those guys get shot before you laid down behind the car? Yes. Oh, you did. So when, so uh, Anthony Huber and Gage happened in really quick succession. A, a, okay. a minute's time, less. Right, right. Mm-hmm. probably 20 seconds or right. something, right? So, like, yeah. with, from this picture. As right. soon as those two got hit, that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to duck. I'm going to yeah. take shelter, you know. Mm-hmm. Um was was at that point cuz now there's multiple shots. Was everyone aware of this going on at like at that point? Did at it that become point, where everybody in that area, is the center? Yeah, everybody yeah. in the area knew we have a shooter. Right. He shot people. Right. Um I mean it, and then it it is amazing. Even though, you know, and and I, whatever, I don't want to go on this limb necessarily, but I think Rittenhouse was a moron for being there, justified in a sense for doing what he did in those moments, right? Like it's as much as I hate to say that and hate to admit that, I think that that is what happened. Oh, but I, and the fact that he didn't get ahead. shot after that happened, right? right? Because mm-hmm. cops don't know what's going on, or right. that someone else there didn't have a gun, and it's just. The fact he made his way to safety, how did that happen? Are you aware of that? I don't know because at that I'm point sure you're, yeah. I, I disengaged. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I'm not going to keep following this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I hear, you know, he made his way to police officers and police officers essentially took him shoot, in. I, I, he, they shoot him off. He ended up going home that Oh, night. that's right. He walked. I'm sorry. I know this. He had his arms up um, uh, like a Hummer style vehicle yeah. comes by. He had his arms up with his gun around his neck mm-hmm. and they just fucking went right by him. Yeah. 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 It helps yeah. to be white. It, it, it definitely helps. Big time. It definitely yeah. helps to be white. He was, black, yeah. he was I mean, that's, he's trying to turn it. Like he was essentially trying to turn himself in. Yes. And, uh, you know, which actually reminds me of another thing when he, after he shot Rosenbaum the first time there's video of him running toward a camera. I guess you, you would still be behind him the whole time, right? Yeah, but yeah. yeah, there's a thing where where it's alleged that he said, you know, says I shot someone or whatever. And I was curious if you heard I, that. I think but he was actually, on yeah, he was making a phone call. Yeah, he was on the phone, standing yeah. by the body, making a phone call. Yeah. Which you know, I wonder if that ever came out. He was calling. I assume the police, but I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't know. he was. Uh, he was on the phone with his friend that he was there with. Oh, oh, and that's when he told his friend that I I just killed somebody. Makes sense. Okay. okay. Did you um, – what is – so you're laying um, on the street. Um, I'd imagine that your muscles are almost locked up. Like, yeah. I, like I mean, was it hard to move? 
Yes and no. Yeah, because sometimes your limbs get heavy in those high adrenaline mm-hmm. situations yeah. like that. Yeah. I remember standing up and just being kind of lightheaded. Yeah. Um, I think that was a lot due to maybe shock. Yeah. yeah. Um, How'd you but, know when to get up? So I was behind the car, but I could also see where this happened. Mm-hmm. And I saw that there's two people down. You know, they're, well, Gage is tending to his arm and Anthony Huber's laying on, on the concrete. Um, but I don't see Kyle anywhere. Are they making noise? Are they calling for help? Anything like that? It was no. Okay. No. Well, actually, I take that back. Anthony Huber was yelling. He was, you know, asking for help. He was like, this guy just shot me. Um, but other than that, I didn't notice anything else aside from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it was like a dire, like, oh, my God. Like, I think it was more like calm. Really? Which is pretty insane to me. Yeah. I mean, I would think it would be pandemonium at that point. Yeah. Like, yeah. like truly, even for you emotionally, I would I would imagine it would be natural for you to be laying there, like, questioning every bit of what the fuck you're doing there and what, right. to, just, you know, not that it's not just or real, just that it's like, this is fucking crazy yeah. that it's escalated to this. We're in hell. This yeah. is hell. Yeah. Where was your friend uh, that you were down in Kenosha with during? Uh, he was he, he was in the general vicinity with okay. me. He has uh, – he actually has a picture of them loading Rosenbaum into like a, a, a soccer mom van in the back of the van and taking Take him, him to, to that hospital, mm-hmm. which is literally right across the street. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It like literally right. right across the street is where the hospital was. So, was um, he aware of what was going on? Uh, my buddy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, he was shooting video. I mean, just overall, wow. like that you were down there or whatever. What was your first move? So you get up from that awful nightmare. What's the f- who? Who'd you call? What'd you do? So you called your buddy, but I mean, what? You know what? That's what'd you that's, do from there? That's when I went back to where Rosenbaum was shot. Okay. And that's when I still saw, saw him there. Rosenbaum on the ground and blood pool of blood and T-shirt wrapped around, white T-shirt wrapped around his head. Um, so that's where I went and that's kind of where I met back up with my buddy. Um, and we were there for a while just like trying to talk about what we just witnessed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, were you cr- – like – were you feeling things emotionally yet? Had you started sobbing? Had you, or were you still Not just yet. in shock? Yeah. Not yet. I was, I was essentially kind of numb to it at that time because of you just can't I, believe. I really just disbelief. I, right. I really didn't know. Yeah, what just what I just saw. You know, like I said, I'd never seen anybody get killed before, and it's like you see that, and it kind of fucks you up a little <laughs> bit. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, how do you go to sleep that night? Uh, I don't. Think- how do you go to bed? You know what I mean? Just all that, like how. We got you back. know, did you just want to go home and get away from it after that? We went home the next day. Yeah. My buddy wanted to stay and I was like, dude, like, I'm yes. sorry. I I can't. I can't. No. I <laughs> was an absolute mess. Um, I'll bet. You know, I, I was sobbing. I was crying uncontrollably. I was like, how could this happen? Why? Yeah. Why? You know? Have you – so, you know, you've been – I think given what you've seen, um, you're – I'm really impressed at, at at how you're, you know, honest about the facts, what you've seen and honest about, you know, kind of saying things in a sense that are against 
your your cause or what they'd want you to say in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's just super admirable in general, um, and, and it's what we need a lot more of. Yeah. Was there – was it hard for you to come to terms with that? Did you have any difficulty – I don't know. Did, did you go talk to a therapist, <laughs> you know, like – uh, How have I, you been processing this? I had PTSD for a little mm-hmm. while from it. A um, couple months, I would say, where, you know, like I just kind of had to shelter in my home and just make sure that I'm, nothing's going to spook me, you mm-hmm. know, any loud noise. And I was like, Kush. but a lot of that also is due to the fact that, you know, there's lots of stuff going on around you. Mm-hmm. There's rubber bullets, mm-hmm. pepper bullets. You got... Uh, yeah. mace you got all that like i think i was in ptsd through the whole situation but that added on top of it made it worse yeah um so i i went home and uh i didn't even look at the photos that i took from that night for two days yeah because i was like i am not ready oh fuck yeah I am Fuck. not I'm not ready to relive yeah. this right now, you know. Um and I <laughs> it's it's really stuck with me even throughout the last year or so. I'm very much like less trusting of people even if I don't see a big gun on you. It's just like I don't know what anybody can do at any point in time right. at this point. You know right. what I mean? Right. If this 17 year old can kill some people, what is anybody else capable Exactly. Of? Yeah. And you know, there's stuff in the media all the time. Like the guy in Waukesha yesterday that oh, ran through, oh, that's that went through the crowd. That's, yeah. That one made me fucking sick to see that video of the car racing by at that speed. I, I mean, it's, I think an eight year old died yeah. today. Oh really? Um, there was a sixth victim in that today. Yeah, and even but while to we were there it. too, there was um, there was an older, like, white lady that tried. We were marching down the street, and there was an older white lady that tried to go through us. I mean, not like that, like ram. Right, but she's not trying like, to like yeah, cross the she's street trying or to something. go yeah. go down the street where we're all walking, and we're all just like, "What are you doing, lady? Like, yeah, do you not see there's 500 people right here. Like, yeah, yeah. What are you thinking? No, it's crazy. It's like, and then it's are mom they consumed mentality. with hate or scared? Yeah, and then you know it's what mom I mean. Mentality. Like, everybody thinks that you're here to do something wrong, so yeah. everybody's pounding on the right, pounding on the Which cars, like scares the fucking shit out of the old lady, and then right. she does do something. That's that's sort of what I'm speaking to of like. God, it's just it's such a disease that we're in right now. This assuming the worst from everyone, and because you, you just get the worst, and yeah, it yeah. fucking sucks. But yeah, yeah fucking sucks, man. <laughs> sucks. Um, so yeah, so now <laughs> you're back. Commentary. You're you're back home. It sucks, man. And you decide, like, did you go through when you finally look at the pictures? Was it because you're like, I might have evidence that like the police need, or was it just because you? We're finally ready mentally to look at the pictures. I had talked to a couple friends and they were like, well, you know, you're a firsthand witness of this. You should at bare minimum send your photos to yeah. the mm-hmm. police department. So I did go through and I did do that. Um, I don't. Did I, they contact you? No, no, really nothing, nothing back. I think there was so many other. They probably felt like they had enough. There were so many other video and photos and stuff from that night. And my photos, let's be honest, I'm running. They're not good. They're not good. <laughs> they just said. This guy sucks as a photographer. Yeah, yeah, fuck. Yeah, you got to mix in some good ones with it. Yeah, yeah. What, what? um, I would like to know even more. What, like, was there conflict because the testimony that you would have given 
probably would have exonerated Rittenhouse. I mean, I think because possibly, you, you know, possibly did that give you pause in a sense? Pause in terms of pause to you know to come forward. Was it difficult to come forward to to send your photos? No, I thought it was the right thing to do. When when the trial was going on and it was looking like he was going to get off by the evidence um, and what was going on, what they charged him with, were you? I guess, did you see that coming? Did that feel just to you? Even though you might not like it. Like, you know what like I mean? Like the overall acquittal. How did you feel about the result and the trial that you saw? I think that that trial was, I don't know. Great prosecutor. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, it's, it's, I go back and forth with it, to yeah. be honest. And, you know, like I told you, I'm pro BLM. Mm-hmm. Pro um, you know, I I have sympathy for that, and but at the same time, when I'm looking at self defense, and I'm saying, okay, right, I I witnessed Rosenbaum lunge for Kyle Rittenhouse's rifle. Yeah, I th- I don't know what I don't know. What he had gun the whatever the residue residue on his hand. Like I mean, it, you yeah. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was grabbing um, his gun. I think. If you're reaching for somebody else's gun and you've already been saying things like, yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking kill you. Yeah. You're probably going to get shot. I, I think you can make that self-defense claim for, for Rosenbaum. I really do. It is. I mean, it is. Like, I mean, listen, I don't – I'm against what Kyle did to be there, right? Like right. It, that's the dumbest shit in the, the stuff. Place. But yeah. it's legal. He's constitutionally protected. Unfortunately, in that scenario, I, I don't want to live in a society where we start saying – well, he can't have a gun, so I can't. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, like it is. It's an. Uh, it's that scares me. You know where that's going genuinely. Yeah. Like, uh, truly, I, I, I don't believe he's innocent or a fucking. No, there should have been patriot. I like, like I, I wish there were different charges sort of, that right, they would have brought. Been some sort of. And I'm not aware of. You know, I, I didn't look into that aspect, but I feel like there probably could have been other charges that they brought. But well, there was they, pressure to. They start. They try to get him on first degree. Right, which is which is like the right. It should have done manslaughter. Mistake, right? It should have been manslaughter. Should have been manslaughter. But even then, it's extremely hard to, you know, to convict in those things. Like, I mean, in that scenario, because it th- there were there's so much documentation of that that he was under it, and whether I like it or not, it's by the law. And right. if we start going around the law because we don't like something, that's truly the beginning of tyranny. You know, like, like yeah. there there's sh- shit that we that you got to eat sometimes and it's this sucks but i think it helps that i believe his life is ruined oh i think for sure yeah oh yeah well, also, but then like when you see like all the politicians that are like oh i'll give him an internship yeah. and stuff like, like yeah. are you guys fucking high yeah he, he's and whatever they will he'll get money right away he'll get all this shit but believe like it'll look, be like the george zimmerman guy where he like doesn't leave his apartment and has to order all. He's a known chinless, chubby crying boy. Like (laughs) that's not going to play well in your life. No. Think of, think of the kind of girls who want to fuck you. Like, like really the girls who, Oh, that guy who cries, who fucking killed like what, like you're attracting the worst people. He's going to have a horrible fucking life, dude. Looking over his shoulder all the time. No one wants that. He wanted to be Rambo. I'm old to use that reference, but whatever he wanted to be. Uh, Jason Bourne or whatever it was. Right. And it's like, that did not play out for him. No. Right. And, and he's clearly the dude is disturbed. I have some mm-hmm. level of sympathy that 
you're a moron kid who did an absolutely idiotic thing and you know whatever but uh, I, what is what is one thing that i've thought about too and i think a lot of people have when it comes to this case is why would his mom send a 17 year old her 17 year old kid yeah right down to uh, an active riot did she send it so this has she been a question that I did not get answered actually is I've been wondering about the parents the whole time and why they haven't got more media of like, right. why are you letting your fucking child go to the – I know he's not a total child, but, but you know, still, he's in your care. Yeah. And and yeah, I mean it, it blows me away that they haven't sort of got some no. heat in a sense. My mom would have whooped my ass and then she would have showed up to my trial and been like, yeah, put him away. Cause <laughs> my dad would have done tough love and been, place. well, got yourself in a fucking situation right, now, exactly. didn't you? Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. How do you not – this will be my last one at least. I don't know if there's anything that, that you're missing, but um, I'm still kind of impressed with your demeanor and your perspective on this for Thank what you. you've seen and all that stuff. I think it's really – whether we disagree on certain things like that, I have uh, – I mean really, I'm, I'm very impressed with your sober take on that because you just don't see enough of that right now in this world mm-hmm. politically, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean is there anything you want to say, anything you want to promote or anything, I guess? I didn't even think of that. Um, you know – Check out Mercado Media. Okay. Um, Mercado Media, he's a buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Mercado. He's How do you spell that? Andrew is A-N-D-R-E-W. Mm-hmm. Um, Mercado is M-E-R-C-A-D-O. Okay. Um, Mercado Media is his his media group. And, um, you know, I, I've worked with him a lot in the past. And I think he does a phenomenal job. He's a live streamer. He's out there constantly. Um, yeah. All the time. Okay. He's traveling places. He's going. He's he's following stories. So you know, if you're ever looking for an independent media source, yeah. definitely check out Mercado Media. I think he, he does a great job. And also our homegirl Georgia Ford. I was Ford. just gonna say you got to check out Georgia Ford. Yeah, Georgia. Well. She's Do you know her? Yep. yep. We love Georgia Everybody, Ford. I've stopped Everyone asking people. Ford. I've stopped asking yeah. people if they know Georgia Ford because they look at me like, yeah, of course we know. Right. Everybody knows Georgia. Yeah. No, Georgia. she's great. I mean, she was with Unicorn for a while. For a yep. while. So, yeah. 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 So, but uh, thank you guys very much. So, do you have any shows coming up? I do, but they're, I don't know the dates. They're in uh, January. I just started booking. And and honestly, I've been doing a lot of stand up. So, mm-hmm. I'm having a blast. So, actually, if anyone needs me for a, a private holiday uh, party, I would love to do your corporate party. Right. <laughs> I, where there will be swears, though, but I do them very often and it's really fun. Yep. Um, and we are going to be booking shows actually trying to do some stuff mm-hmm. with steve gillespie over uh, new year's Dope. so actually if someone wants a new year's eve show i got a killer lineup that we're trying to nice. find a home for so nice. so yeah man um and if you need a podcast needs you want to talk about that yeah if you have podcast needs come to mbc studios where we do dope stuff like professional confession we have politics shows sports shows all of that you know we could yeah. put you up on tv mcn6 the, and if you need video content for, for your, your business, business yep like a, you want to make tutorials, sales yeah. demo. Essentially, it's like a documentary-style question and answer where we chop ourselves out of asking yeah. the questions. And then you get online content for social media, your websites, all of that. Basically, so, whatever you want. E-commerce. But our whole thing is here is that we do this live editing thing so that you can't – and we're set up for it. Mm-hmm. So instead of paying 1200 bucks to right. have someone come set up at your office, if you can make it work in our studio – you can get it for like 250 bucks per video. Yep. So, so, and it's really high end professional looking video. So, yeah. so yeah. Um, NBCmulticast.com. Absolutely. Otherwise, thanks for watching everybody. Mm-hmm. Good night.
this road leads? Then hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both high.